Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Friday, November 30, last day of the month. Very exciting. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky DeOlivera. And I'm Japheth DeOlivera. And let's pray for today. Heavenly Father, just want to thank you for today. want to thank you for this uh, week, for all that's brought, all that is processed with us. And uh, Heavenly Father, as we look at this text one more time, I ask for your spirit to give us good insight, good application, as we will prepare for the messages tomorrow, the blessing of it, and the community gathering in different churches around the world. Uh, may we, Lord, uh, feel the community's blessing on the world around us. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. We are back in the English Standard Version, yeah. which is what we began the week off with on Sunday. Luke 6, 43 to 45, subheading, A Tree and Its Fruit. For no good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of, the evil, out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. All right. Here we go then. This is the question, recalibrate question for today, final one for this week. Uh, How do your words reflect your relationship with God? How do your words reflect your relationship with God? Hmm. I think that's a a reality that we all face. And I think that some of us don't actually have good vocabulary because we don't know how to express them. Uh, how to express our relationship with God because we haven't been taught that or we don't know how to actually do that well, even though we have uh, a growing relationship with God or a desire to know who God is. And I think we we need to be taught that sometimes. I have sort of a hang-up about this because, I mean, it's a thing I've talked, I've written about Mm. um, a lot. The idea, I think people judge themselves and one another quite a bit by the type of language that they use around spirituality. Mm-hmm. So there's a way of speaking that is thought of as Holier. Christian, you know, using yeah. the word blessed constantly. Yes. I'm so blessed. I'm so, <laughs> um, you know, things like that. Um, there are other phrases and kind of, that it's, it's a way of speaking that I really dislike. Already. I feel extremely uncomfortable talking that way and I just don't tend to do it. But it's the way that people think that if you speak this way, it means that you're close to God. And it may even mean that. I mean, I don't know. I have no way of knowing. Um, But I think that the way that you speak has to do with more things than just your relationship with God. It has to do with a vast number of things, your personality, your level of education, the culture in which you've been brought up, um, to the, the extent to which you're sardonic or cynical or sarcastic in the way that you speak as opposed to earnest and um, kind of concrete and those kinds of things. Yeah. You'll speak differently, um, even generationally. You notice the difference in humor between, say, somebody our age and someone who's 90. Yeah. There's a gap there. Um, I noticed this always quite a bit with my grandmother, that what she thought was funny and what I thought was funny, yeah. there were certain things I simply would not say to her. She wouldn't understand it, and it would just disturb her. And yeah. you know, And I think the same thing. I, I already noticed the same thing happening between, say, me and younger people, my kids, mm-hmm. for instance. There's a difference in the way that, that we process the world and the way that we talk about it. 
Yeah, they need to learn. But I think anybody, regardless of those things, can still have a relationship with God. You don't have to say you're blessed. You don't have to say these things. You can. I had a discussion with someone where we mm. were talking about whether or not it's possible that somebody who swears has a good relationship mm-hmm. with God. And I would say, yeah, I do mm-hmm. think so. I do think that's possible. But a lot of people would argue with me about that. Call no man so, fool. you know, fair enough. Oh, yeah, and when I was growing up, my mother would always, if mm. I used the word fool, I could call someone an idiot or a moron or an mm-hmm. imbecile or any number of other, and those were okay. And I, I would say, Mom, it's a translation of a word into English. Oh, yeah. Fool just means kind of insulting someone's intelligence, I think. Uh-huh. There's nothing special about the word fool, I yeah. don't think. Anyway, you talk. No, I, no, I think, I think well, I, I think that actually that uh, our words, I think what maybe what the question actually is trying to pull out of us here is that uh, our words reflect, you know, our inner thinking about who we actually are. And I think that there are, there are good words um, that we can express things in ways that actually generally sound... Uh, pull communities in together or pull people together. But yes, there are there are personalities that ring true. I remember I was talking to a student once um, when I was working at Andrews and he, he came into my office and and um, and literally all he did is he just recited scripture. Um, and it was just a really surreal conversation because he, he didn't know... He doesn't know, have any of his own words. He didn't know how to talk without reciting scripture. So he was just like... It was yeah. It was like uh, he was like Bumblebee uh, from you know Transformers, but it was uh, he had a radio. Does Bumblebee from Transformers recite scripture? No, is that he has a radio and uh, so he can't speak unless there's a soundtrack and he uses oh, songs okay. uh, to and be able to, to speak right to communicate. And so he had scripture, and so he was just using scripture. And I said, to, I stopped him. I said, Listen, man, I need I need you to actually speak to me. Using tell me what you what think is it that in you're your thinking? Words. What is it that mm-hmm. you're processing? Because he was just like. This verse to this verse to this verse, and and he was and he was struggling with something. Well, I mean, deep what if you had a thought that couldn't be expressed by anything that was said in the Bible? Like well, yeah, I think he was struggling with something pretty deep and stuff, and so, but I think that I think clearly, you know, he had, he was like on some other some other issues that he was going on. But I think that there is something to be said for us to have it have the language to learn how to talk about a way to express this and talk to God is actually important. That's why I think music. Uh, and worship is a, a way for us um, to actually learn how to talk to God and to pray to God corporately, uh, collectively, and to express that. But I don't think that it resonates with everybody in the same way. It's like mm. poetry, you know. Some people can read poetry and they can just weep over it, right? And other people read it and just like, mm, doesn't doesn't speak to me, right? They can see it art and right. look at a piece and, and just be in awe of it. And other people just like mm, doesn't doesn't like speak to me. And so I feel that the same thing is that how do your words reflect your relationship with God? Well, they reflect uh, who we are as well, and that is our relationship with God varies, and it doesn't mean that it's weaker or less or or better or not. It just uh, it varies depending on our context. What it does say for me, and what I think is important, is that uh, all of us uh, should be looking for ways to to assess, in some shape or form, uh, our relationship with God. Is it growing? And and I think that I'd like us to to you know thinking about overflow, thinking about Christmas, thinking about this entire season where which is just this beautiful moment, right? Uh, this time of year where people are really kind of like yes, excited about being in a happy place. Mm-hmm. This is what I kind of like about Christmas, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's like the world shifts over and says, well, yeah, 
you know, no matter what's going on, no matter how hard things are at, maybe we could be cheery about some stuff. Yeah. I think that's actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I think thinking about that kind of stuff and reflecting that is actually a good thing. I, I, I say to people, you know, when, uh, when they're going through their relationships or whether they're building their marriage or whether they're building their friendships or learning how to present themselves in a, in a job interview, that your words really matter, right? Yes. And so you have to think about how you present yourself. So I think the same comes to when we talk to God. Uh, God says, just come to me as you are, say whatever you need to say. And you don't have to like cage your words with him though. That's the the beauty of who God is. He's just like, just be absolutely free with him and then he will respond And uh, because he's the one who's kind of like driving us in the first place to even talk to him. And this, the, the text in Jeremiah that comes to my head is the one that talks about as you seek God, uh, he will seek you because he's seeking you in the first place to cause us to seek him. And so there's this cycle of God drawing us into uh, a relationship with him. And I think that's, uh, that's what I think the overflow uh, speaks to me is that He's saying, look, I, I created you, I called you to this. Your fruit does not, your tree doesn't have to produce bad fruit if you are rooted in good soil. Well, I also think with, in, in connection to the idea of your words, that you should be mindful of the fact that the things that you say constantly shape the way that you think mm-hmm. and feel. Mm-hmm. So there's that. You know, If you're constantly telling yourself that things are difficult or that yeah. you're unhappy or that... God has abandoned you, or I don't know, whatever you tell yourself, then that becomes more of a reality. Yeah, like you can tell yourself mm-hmm. different things. So words are important in that way. I think you have to be somewhat careful about what you constantly say and dwell on in your conversation. Yeah. You know, because a lot of us get on kind of conversational ruts that we circle around the same issues over and over yeah. and over again. And I'm not sure there's any real benefit to doing that. Yeah, no, totally. So, well, think about this, my friends, today. Uh, How do your words reflect your relationship with God? Uh, Look at the text one more time. Talk to your community about that. And uh, we will connect tomorrow uh, and uh, look after each other, live love, and uh, blessings to you. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.